0: Hey, yo. Say hello to the background. Scott Hall.
1: Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen
2: to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP.
1: The king of diamonding, of the master of the diamond cutter, the three times, three times, three times world champion. Stay tuned, or you will feel play. Hey! Hey, you listen on the SMS network, and that's the bottom line. The no gold, system.
3: The world is listening.
1: This is Rob
0: Van Dam. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. This is Cowboy James Storm, and if you don't like that, sorry
2: about your damn luck. This is TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Roode.
1: Four, three, two, one. Welcome to TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Here's your host. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you do a service. The Bronx Father. Welcome to TNA Chat Live, the last TNA Chat Live of 2012 here on the SNS Radio Network. Uh, I apologize for kind of having an impromptu show at an impromptu time, but we had some issues last night, and that's just the way it goes. Hell, there almost wasn't a show today with the jackhammering going on outside my freaking building all day. Thank God that's over with. But let's talk a little impact wrestling. Um, Read some positives today that once again, their viewership went up from last week. So it looks like they're, they're climbing. They're climbing slowly. They're really taking baby steps with it, which is, which is okay. Um, I'm hearing rumors about another show possibly next year. I don't have all the details that they might be adding another show. Uh, I think, I think they could do with another separate hour. Or even two hours, a separate show, not adding on to what they already have. Uh, two hours is enough for right now for, the, for impact. And last night, the show had its ups, and it had a few downs. Uh, I think it was like a 50-50 show, and I'll explain that further after we open up the phone lines.
3: Call now to talk TNA Live. The number to call, 501-588-7957. That's 501-588-7957. TNA Chat Live.
1: All right, so if you guys want to call in, call in. You could also send me an email. Uh, It's real simple, TNA Chat Live at snsradionetwork.com. If you want to get in touch with us that way, that's fine, too. But... You know, like I said, last night's show was a little 50-50 for me. The whole Robbie E. Upon reflection, it was funny. The bro-off between Robbie E., Robbie T., and, of course, um, Tara's boyfriend, whose name I can never, ever fucking remember. But in any way, we had Bobby Roode. No, Austin Aries challenged Bobby Roode on an open fight night, which was, that was interesting. He said, let's get this shit settled. Let's just get it taken care of, you know, uh, let's end the year right. And they did end up having an awesome match. Um, I enjoyed it. And we saw some stuff from aces and eights trying to recruit Mr. Anderson. Yes, that's right. Mr. Anderson. Now I had a little theory behind how this might work. How it might work is put Mr. Anderson in Aces and Eights, and at some point have him screw them over, have him be a TNA plant. But right now we have a yes, a superstar on the line. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Who's this?
3: Well, you know, well, I've been around for a long, long time, and I thought i couldn't have made the one show that actually talked about TNA. So I thought I'd make my reappearance because, like I say, man, I've been here. Well, I've been here since October. So yes. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm back. I am alive. Um, but you brought up the whole TNA taping something on Saturday mornings. That's to do with them owing. If I say that in like kind of quotation marks. Foreign market TV shows Cause, because because do you know how they've cut back on pay per views? Yeah. Um they still own, for example, Challenge TV a a super show every month. So huh? when they so when they record this thing on like on mornings and from what I understand this month's one that they that, take before Genesis, it'll be a one based around um a and one based around tag matches. So huh? that that would be a super show. Wow. Kind of like a pay per view but I'm not quite sure if if it if it would air in America. It would definitely air in foreign in foreign countries. But yeah, so that's what that whole concept is. Um, and I think I've, I think it should I think it should air in America as well, because we've always said that TNN needs to cut back on pay per views. They've done that. But they still need big shows every few months or so, or every month or so, where like feuds are ended. So they could have this this, this super show air in America as kind of a kind of like when like raw do their, their their big gimmick shows have have these super shows be on american TV, at the same time
1: yeah i don't understand why not i mean why why the hell wouldn't you i mean it's it's like it would it would be good for them it'd be better for the company to have it aired you know worldwide instead of just limiting it even though they're over like rover over there but still you still want your american audience
3: yeah um but and like this is what we said since day one with, with TNA. No matter how good they are in the ring, until they get better media people, until they get better people in charge of PR, their ratings will stay the same. And they have to try things. They have to try things. I mean, Hell didn't didn't they? You know, they tried. They tried Winker King. They they tried that all wheeled wrestling. They never ever ever actually made it to TV. And. As you say, over here in England, they are over like Rover, You cannot get a seat for their for, for their shows now. I mean, I I try to go to like kind of the back path to get tickets for their UK tour, and me even using my back kind of back routes to get any tickets, I was still only able to get third row seats. So that right. that shows you how crazily overtune is here in England, and uh, over here, like they they've got a tour coming here next week. Oh no, so next week. So yeah. Um, well yeah, basically. In about three weeks time. The the lockdown tour. And they and I dunno how they do the whole meeting groups kind of thing. The like the meeting group b- b- before the show. That sold out in three minutes flat. Wow. On seven shows.
1: Well I know when I went to the um went to the house show in Brooklyn. They had to meet and greet with sting at the end. And unfortunately to this day, it, it pisses me off that I real. I just had to get going. I would have loved to have stayed for, but like, you know, for an extra 20 bucks, you got your picture taken with fucking sting. So, I mean, you really can't beat that. They're, they're price friendly. As far as if you compare them to other sporting events, not even just WWE, but shit going to an American baseball game. They're, they're cheap. Yeah. So definitely, you know. And you have mean,
3: fun. I mean, just look at their their, their deals for Lockdown. Um i of course I'm I'm coming back to America for Lockdown. And for front row seats to the, the to the the pay-per-view, meet and greets with all the superstars, a meet and greet with Sting and Hogan and Ace and three-stay uh and a three-night stay in a four-star hotel, that's
1: $600. Just over. Well, for Genesis, they're selling VIP tickets at a cost of <laughs> unreal only 99.99 and it consists of uh, early admission to the live impact show on Thursday January 10th re- VIP reception at the impact zone on Friday January 11th early admission for two 3 hour specials that you were mentioning that they're taping for their international partners on January 12th along with a photo in the ring with Jeff Hardy after the tapings and then another early admission to the pay-per-view itself Sunday January 13th and you can buy those tickets at shoptna.com you can't beat that that's that's ridiculous
3: the thing is cuz they've got they've got a great guy in charge of doing their kind of uh, traveling uh, their travel kind of um, he's got really good links within like the travel industry. His name's Bob Ryder. And he is amazing at getting, at getting you like great deals. I mean, hell, when I came to America last time, he, TNA paid for my hotel. <laughs> I mean, what else can I say about that? Yeah. But. You can't, bitch. <laughs> no, I can't. I was like, cool. But, I mean, I, 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 I know I we've got a bit sidetracked. But yeah, that, 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 what TNA is family. There's a little. It's family friendly. In terms of you can meet the wrestlers, and I'm not and and I'm not sure sure if it is up. But in a recent interview, Hulk Hogan says that he wants to go for the TNA World Title one more time.
1: Oh yeah, I read that. I was going to get to that news story. Yeah, he needs another surgery apparently, and he's going to try. Now look, here's my deal. That's something I don't need to see. I don't need to see Hogan in the ring. And, you know, I I hate to say this, and I say the same thing about Ric Flair, even though in ring skills in their prime, the two, you can't even fucking put Hogan on the same planet as Ric Flair. But it's like when I see Ric Flair in the ring now, uh, I get embarrassed. And, you know, it's the same thing with Hogan. We don't need to see that. That belt has no place around his waist he should just keep doing what he's doing and be a backstage persona. I think that's been working out fine for him.
3: Yeah. And I think fans on the internet usually try and attack Hulk Hogan for him being, or trying to be the whole main event. But in recent, recent weeks, he's not been that. I mean, hell, even in his storyline right now with Billy Ray and Brooke, Ho- Brooke um, Hogan, he isn't, is he? He's not even like the main event of that. Billy Ray is. We don't yeah. need to see Hulk Hogan anywhere near that ring ever again. Um, the only good thing about Hulk Hogan, if, if Hulk Hogan wins the TNA world title, I have a TNA world title from last year that's signed by by about five, six world champions and Hulk Hogan. So if if Hulk, if Hulk Hogan wins the belt, that makes my belt a bit more worth well, a bit more money to me. Because <laughs> he, he would have been a former champion. But other than that, there was nothing behind this at all.
1: Yeah, but not, not only not only for that, but as much as people might shit on Hogan, and hell, I'll do it too, because he's done a lot of things to himself that he deserves. Regardless of whether you like the guy or you don't, I don't want to see him in a fucking wheelchair. You know, I I don't want to see that happen to really anybody. And I can't imagine with the extensive work that's been done to his back how it can ever be safe for him to go in the ring. And if he does, he's not sure shit, not going to bump.
3: No, I mean... Okay, when was the last time Hulk Hogan took a bump? Bound for Glory 2011, and he and that was a leg drop. Um, before that, the, the last time he took a bump was on the UK tour back in January 11. Um, that dude can't bump, and you can't have a wrestler that will not take bumps as your world champion. I mean, and like, this is one thing that and I know I'm not going to talk about the WWE, but with The Rock winning the the the, the, the WWE title. You can't have a champion that is not willing to A, wrestle and B, take bumps. And Hulk Hogan does not need to do this. TNA needs to focus on their young stars. And I'm not quite sure if you've heard about this, but here in England next week we, we've got a new show called British Bootcamp. And this is TNA looking at bringing in four wrestlers. And I've met all four wrestlers. Um, young people and of course I'm friends with the Blossom Twins. And that's, what, and that's what TNA needs to do. They need to focus on their young talent. And I think recently they've, they've done that. I mean, hell, we saw Robbie T get a pop this, this, this week on Impact. Okay, and that guy maybe can't wrestle, but now he's
1: entertaining. <sighs> and yeah, I got a kick out of that segment.
3: I mean, was it, was it wrestling? No. Was it entertainment? Yes. Did I like it? Yes, it was funny. And this is, and this, and this is something that I've been trying really hard to do with me. I can't watch Raw nowadays. To me, it's too much. But I could happily watch Impact. And uh, maybe uh, maybe because that's because I'm I'm a TNA Mark I'm a TNA Homer you know whatever, but I find it much more fun to watch TNA wrestling by you know, right now as opposed to uh, anything else. I mean, Hell Ring of Honor to me is boring as hell now.
1: Well, I'm not. I don't really watch Ring of Honor. I'm just not a guy. You know, I th- I think. I think, and if I'm giving improper credit, I apologize. It was Trey a long time ago on a show said, I'm not going to look for wrestling. They've, they've got to be able to present it to me. And he's right. You know, if you, you can't get a TV deal, I'm not going to go. Not that it's hard to rummage around and find all the ring of honor stuff that you want, but still, you know, if they've been around for shit over probably over a decade, I don't know how long they've been around 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on Ring of Honor. To any indie fans, that's not what I'm doing at all, because I, from the stuff I've seen, they do have very, very superior wrestling, and their, their shows are entertaining. But if you're that good, get a TV deal. That's all I'm saying.
3: And I mean, and, I, and, I, and this is a small thing. Ring of Honor's tickets are now, uh, like their tickets for the shows are now down to $5. Now, to me, that doesn't scream confidence in their product. Because I mean, I mean, look, look at, look at WWE. They're charging what about what forty, fifty dollars for for even for cheap seats? Five bucks and you get a good seat at Ring of Honor. To me, that doesn't scream confidence in 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 their own company.
1: I remember when I went to RAW, maybe oh god, eight, ten years ago. You got decent. I mean, decent, not ringside, but decent fucking seats for fifty, sixty bucks. Now, like you said. Those are the freaking Euchre seats, you know. It's it's like they're they're very very expensive, and I don't know, you know, how much how many actual sellouts they've been having. But and I hear what you're saying. Five dollars is cheap, but I, I can't, you know, shit on Ring of Honor because TNA's prices are amazing too. Like I said, that package we just mentioned, a hundred bucks for all that. That's the if I could get down to Florida for the week, I would go.
3: Well. I'm heading down there in March because, of course, I'm going to lockdown, and I'm not quite sure if any anyone from the, the, the family is going to lockdown. But I did run into someone last time I was down in Orlando, and like I say, if you reach out to Bob Ryder, tell him that that you're going down to watch TNA. He will set you up with a good room. It will you'll, you'll be in the hotel with 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 the, the, the TNA guys. So I mean, so. And that's one thing, uh, like I've always said. You, ha- I've, I've seen WWE now. To me, it's same old, same old. TNA, despite how batshit crazy the booking can be, that makes it unpredictable. And I'd rather, ha- I'd rather watch something that's unpredictably stupid, than something that's something that's boringly stupid.
1: Yeah, no, I hear but you. That,
3: it's But that, that, that's my that's my kind of two cents. But I think I think I've been at your show for long enough. But I do I do have kind of a tease. Because I, I just got an email, and what and this person I'm going to be interview, I met, I met, I've met her a few times, um, and all I'm going to say is that you've mentioned this person already in the recap of of impact, and they will be and they will be appearing on RTR to promote a documentary coming out soon.
1: Hmm. Okay.
3: But on that note, I, I will depart and I will return to the chat room, guys.
1: All right, Crelly. Thanks a lot, buddy. Take care. All right, guys. So that opens the phone lines. And I hear what Crelly's saying. And, and you know, a lot of people, we, we get, we get shit on so much for being called, oh, TNA marks, you know, TNA. I've told people I do a show for TNA. What do you bother for? Well, I mean, if I don't do it. Then TNA doesn't get represented properly here on the network. Although tonight I'm open to anything. I know we did this last week. You guys can talk about anything you'd like, because it is the last show of twenty twelve, the last TNA chat live of twenty twelve. And of course, we got a double header for you tonight. Uh shortly after I get off the air, about maybe forty minutes afterwards, you'll be getting, of course, the final open book. And I know Ashley and Sean have a lot of stuff planned tonight. And you guys definitely going to want to hang around and check them out on this doubleheader tonight. Uh Impromptu, like I said. But getting back to, uh, you know, the stuff Crowley was talking about, you know, at least it's an alternative. You know, it's not perfect, no. I don't know if TNA will ever be what, I mean, what's the definition of perfect in wrestling? Uh For me, it was the Attitude Era when both shows were doing six, seven, eight ratings i mean that's fucking dragon ball z cell perfection and if you don't get that reference look it up but i mean you know i get shit on a lot for being a tna fan and i just i don't get the fucking venom and it's been for so long i'm not talking about people like you know jj and some other people who say look i just don't like it i'm talking about people who look at me like i'm smoking crack when i tell them i like Impact I, I don't I don't know where it comes from. Welcome to TNH Chat live. Who's this?
0: Hey, everyone. this is Anthony. What's up? Well, the whole thing that the wondering if you're on drugs, well, the, the last time you guys did TNL pay-per-view, can you really bl- blame them?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't but know. I
0: agree. I mean, TNA, they have the ups and downs. I admit that, but overall, they have the good moments too. And like I said, I'm one of the people who watches ROH, but even I agree this year has been, let no offense, suck. And I think maybe one of the reasons is because I had Jim Cornette, who's really set on the old time ways, and Didn't now that they to have fight. him out, yeah, now he's no longer in charge of the book. I mean, complete control. The show has, the product has gotten better, not greatly, but it has pr- improved.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, it's even like why I gave up, and I'm not going to mention websites here, but I gave up like on message boards. You go in there and you read, when, when you hear about people, oh, I can't wait until this company dies, meaning TNA, I can't wait until it's it's gone forever. Why? I,
0: I That's mean, not good, because you need competition,
1: yeah, but the 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 thing I don't get is it seems like a lot of IWC fans are like this. They'll go into a restaurant, buy some food. The food will be terrible. I mean, the worst food they've ever had. But they'll come back the next day, knowing the food is shit, just so they can bitch about it. Not because they want to eat it. They just want to bitch about it. So yeah, I do
0: Yeah, if, I said plenty uh, times on the chat room in here. It's easier to bitch and complain about something. Actually, praise something.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, and I'll, don't get me wrong, I'll give them shit when I think they do wrong, okay, but I'm not going to ever come on here and say, wow, T- impact was so bad tonight, I hope the fucking company dies, I mean, c- come on, really, you know, you need alternatives, I'd love to see a, a third viable company, even though TNA hasn't really ever been what what I would call a second, they're the second because <laughs> That's just the way the wrestling business is nowadays. But at the end of the day, they're not competitors to WWE, but at least they're there. There's something different you can watch. They go away, unless you want to buy eye-pay-per-views every month, all you got is WWE.
0: Or you get it from other ways, like how um, apparently Ashley and Randy on the whole indie show, there's their cheap plug, are able to do the recaps of all the shows. I mean, I would like to to be able to see... um, P.W.G., and all those other um, um, companies. But, unfortunately, I can't do that. Like I, said, like I said, I'm just able to get ROH and NXT. Fortunately, because they're on sites I can really easily go to. But
1: I actually checked out NXT the other day, and I will say that uh, I've delayed a lot in watching it, but I was pretty impressed. You know, it, it seems like it's a pretty good show. They've got some good... Some good talent on there, so that's a positive. Now, whether any of these poor bastards get used correctly at some point in the big time, that's another.
0: Yeah, but you got people in there like um, they have. Sometimes they give matches to people who don't really get a shot in the main companies or the big brand shows, and give them time. I mean, like Tyson Kidd and Michael McGillicuddy, they had great matches on that show
1: no i i agree you know i mean i i just now we see the shield i don't know what's going to be going on with them but you know they're they're getting pushed pretty heavily but in you know tna you've got i it i know you can't look at aces and eights as new guys because we know probably most of the motherfuckers on there have been in the business for god knows how long but you know like uh Crelly mentioned earlier they need to focus on their, you know, new talent, which is what they've been doing. But this whole thing with Hogan saying, well, you know, brother, I want to be uh, the world champ again. No, 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 no. Stay. Even, Terry
0: funk, funk's like, even Terry funk knew when to go, okay, I can't go with a big belt. And he's been retired more times than Rick Flair's has ex-wives.
1: Oh, yeah. Terry Funk is fucking retired a thousand times. I mean, look, I mean, I won't even get into that. I mean, we've had a lot I of. I don't want to fight him. <laughs> oh, fu- hell no. Terry Funkel beat beat that freaking ass. Um, you know, but definitely, but it's like, like I said, when I see flair in the ring, it's nothing to do with how great he was. It's to the point where it, it's like embarrassing. You're like, really? You know, I mean, come on. These guys got fucked out of their money because of failed marriages. And now they want to stay around forever. It ain't going to work.
0: True. and, we all, I remember in, also in the chat room before the, the TNA chat was postponed, we were all talking about shows you've been getting into because of um, Netflix. You, unfortunately, I do not have Netflix. so. But apparently you've been getting into some old shows <laughs> that you haven't been able to.
1: Yeah, I've been watching some old animated shit that I just never really got to catch up on. But it's it's awesome having it all there in one place with no commercials. And you can pause it and rewind it, and it's fucking beautiful I, they're streaming in high def now so i mean it's just it's really a good experience if you anyone who doesn't have netflix for eight bucks a month i highly recommend it
0: i know probably I should consider it but eh because usually you can find them easily on let's say youtube if you're looking for like old school stuff Ugh. like batman animated series
1: yeah but fucking youtube is always pausing and and it streams like shit, and there's always advertisements. I'm not a YouTube guy.
0: And, but I got to admit, there are some old shows or shows that are going or just recently canceled. As I mentioned, the show Leverage, that show went for five years. and Unfortunately, they had a season finale that was good for a series, but I'm like, damn.
1: I got a little upset when I read about Jack Klugman. I mean, God bless him. This is a guy who battled throat cancer, but finally, at ninety years old, we lost him. If you don't know what Jack Klugman was,
0: that Couple,
1: uh, the, yeah, his main protagonist. That was, was a great show. Oh yeah, he was the fucking slob, and Felix was the, you know, OCD fucking neat freak cleaning up behind him all the time. I used to watch that show all the time, but uh, yeah, RIP, man. He he was good.
0: And I, I remember re- you saying that. The power Andy Knowles was all complaining about how one of the characters I think Spider-Man got killed off. I did apparently read what happened. Even I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Well, I'll ask you not to give that out here. If you're going to do that on on any show, you're probably better off talking about that on the open book. Um, but yeah, when I read he died off, I haven't read yet how it how it happened. So I'm going to check that out. I I never been a big Spidey guy.
0: Yeah, I barely read any comics anymore. It's like, eh. I mean, I don't even read the Walking Dead comics, but I know those are good for where I read every once in a while.
1: Yeah, I checked and, like, them out a little bit. The art and everything—they're—they're they're very well done. They give you probably a lot more backstory than the series does, which is always the case with books.
0: And as Shifty and me and a bunch of people said, you gotta start watching um, Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, I've heard you pimp that out a few times. Maybe I'll check that out. I'll see what all the hype is about on that. And what's that other one Uh, you keep telling Dexter?
0: Dexter, Yeah, but Dexter, both of those shows are ending after, well, Breaking Bad's ending their final season this summer, and um, Dexter will be entering their last season later next year. So both shows are ending, but really good to watch them. I mean, if they can get somebody, how they've had Malcolm's dad, Acting all goofy in that show and making him such a a guy not to fuck with—that's saying how good the show is.
1: Yeah. Well, I got to catch up on my TV. I'm always going to get shit from you and JJ and Trey and everybody that you know. JJ references in movies like I don't even—I'm not even going to bother anymore, Bronx. It's just—it's funny. Yeah,
0: Bronx. Oh, never mind.
1: Yeah. That's that's basically the dialogue between us. Anytime he's about to mention a movie, I get heat. But anyway, man, take care. It's been a good 2012.
0: And one great little thing you did with the Chipmunks skit.
1: Thanks, man. I paid those motherfuckers $5,000. And I was looking to JJ to help me out, and so far, nothing. He says it's in the mail. All right. See ya. All right. bye All right, guys, with that said, I'm going to take a brief commercial break, come back, and uh, talk a little more about being a TNA fan, talk a little more about impact from last night, some of the stuff that went down, and you can uh, are more than welcome to call in and chime in with me. So with that said, we'll be right back with more TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Be back with more TNA Chat Live with the Trey Dog on the SNS
3: Radio Network.
1: Let's go to
2: our ring announcer. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here,
1: Sean Beckerman. And I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that is taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit.
2: Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history, and the funny stories behind the scenes, and we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music.
1: So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network, and I'll see you at the matches. It's go time!
3: What's up, guys and gals? Sensational sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and Ashley. Yes, that is his name on the open book. Every. Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll catch us doing video games, the open book fantasy e-fet, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at snsradionetwork.com. Come check us out. Ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling News Live is proud to bring to you a day in the life
2: of Ric Flair.
1: Your boots, if you can do it! Woo! That's it, pretty boy! It's on
2: now! Woo! Woo!
1: Woo! We got a 22 deuce. That's a domestic disturbance on our 77 Cordalis Street. This has been a day in the life of Ric Flair. Brought to you by, Wrestling News Live. Hey wrestling fans! Exclusively on the SMS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun.
3: Welcome back to TNA Chat Live with the Trey Dog on the SNS Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to a special year-end edition of TNA Chat Live on our double-header night right here on the SNS Radio Network. Yes, the open book to follow me. Um, Doing things a little bit different tonight uh, because of stream issues last night, but we're good. Feels kind of weird. Being on a Friday. It's just uh, kind of strange. Like we're in a parallel universe. Things just aren't right. But it's all cool. We make do with what we have. Um, you know, getting back to reflecting on, you know, what I was telling you guys about being shit on as a TNA fan. It it just pisses me off, which is why, other than really the SNS family, I keep, just keep off the internet, keep out of fucking chat rooms and shit, because all it ends up happening is I get pissed off. But, you know, getting back to last night's impact, again, I thought it was really good. I like Joseph Park training thing. I think I think that's kind of funny. Does it insult your intelligence? Yeah, it does. But I still get a chuckle out of it every time I see it. But now we have a very special caller on the line. Welcome to TNA
2: Chat Live. Who's this? Hey, brother. It's uh, Hyunjo. What's up, man? Oh, just another day in paradise. (laughs) So what's on your mind, man? Well, I took notes last night, and uh, lo and behold, I left the notes in the office. That's just the way my life goes. So I'm going to have to wing it tonight. Kind of like you said, I think the show was about a 50-50. The first hour was very difficult to get through, but then... Uh, as the Daniels and Kaz came out and started their promo at the top of the first hour, it just kept getting better and better and better. And I was laughing my ass off at those two.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Kaz's imitation of AJ was about as good as I've ever seen anybody imitate someone else.
1: Yeah, but he really laid the Southern accent on kind of thick. That's what oh, got yeah. the
2: buckle. Yeah, that, that, you have to if you're going to do something like that. Yeah.
1: Well, why don't this man? and I don't get, I don't get to talk to you that much. Let's let me help you out because, in a way, I actually have your notes. And being on the phone with me, and I was going to read your email. We can we can just go from that if you want. And you know, one of the things you mentioned too is them having better pay per views, more better pay per views than bad pay per views in twenty twelve.
2: Yeah, starting probably uh, at uh, lockdown last year, they went through a stretch there where. Four or five in a row were just better each time. And, yeah, of course, they've had a couple of uh, not-so-good ones lately, but even those not-so-good ones are better than anything that they had in the last two years before this year.
1: No, uh, I would agree. You know, I go back and, and think about all the S&S's that I've done this year, and, yeah, most of the time I can only really remember one that was kind of, eh, so-so. But they've all been good.
2: Yeah, and I'm not saying the whole shows have been five star shows. You know, there was uh, bits and pieces, as with any show. I mean, even in the height of the Attitude Era and the height of uh, WCW, uh, not every one of the starcades was uh, the most brilliant show ever. There was, there's always something that's not quite what everybody wants, and that's the thing. You can't please everybody.
1: No. No, and I think it was Mick Foley who said in his book that wrestling is kind of like a three ring circus If you don't like the tigers and the bears, maybe you 'll like the clowns if you don't like the clowns you'll you'll like the juggler you'll find something you like you know
2: yeah exactly and and speaking of that uh you you were talking about um earlier about uh the year recap, so to speak, and uh some of the things that I kind of had in my head that that was really surprisingly good from tna this year was the um push and the talent that bully ray has shown as as a solo heel i never seen that coming from him and i've just been really really happy with watching his progress in the last year
1: i it was at a point with him where i was like just i wasn't a fan he just To me, he seemed to be, especially when he was over in the E, when they tried the singles push with him, to me, it fell completely flat. Never in a million years did I think that he was that good. And TNA, something in TNA has allowed him to shine, man. I think, I think definitely he found a good home.
2: I, I agree. I think he was given the opportunity to be the asshole that he is off camera. And I think that's a lot of what has been right about this last year is he's been allowed to do the character he should be doing and not being told how to do it by some show writer who doesn't even have a background in wrestling.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, let all a good wrestling character is is yourself but you just turn the volume all the way up i mean i do it a little mm-hmm. bit when i'm you know doing a show you have to but yeah. i'm not going to come on here and be you know phil from tennessee because that's not me
2: right right yeah i don't i don't see you doing a southern accent i, I just don't see it
1: not only that the tray would <laughs> fucking stab me if i did it
2: but in the neck of the pin.
1: most likely now you also <laughs> mentioned in your email which i agree with this too that they've done a little bit better uh with advertising
2: oh yeah oh yeah uh the the week uh, leading up to the christmas uh, break for everyone uh i was in uh atlanta on a business trip and i'd been staying in a hotel like in the outskirts of atlanta and then going in downtown to work and uh i was flipping channels one night and stopped on Comedy Central, because Tosh.0 was on, and during one of the commercials, boom, a TNA Impact commercial, and I was like, really? all right. About uh, a day or so later, I was flipping channels, and there was some other show on on Comedy Central, no no less, and the same commercial played again for the Thursday Night Impact. Sadly, the hotel I was staying in, they didn't have uh, Spike on the channel listing, so I didn't get to watch it, but but that's what they need to start doing. They have Viacom, has MTV, all the MTVs, all the VH1s, all the Comedy Centrals. You don't need to go to USA, who's a competitor. They need to advertise with the Viacom stations first because it's in house.
1: Yeah, and like you and said, it's cheaper. Viacom owns a shitload of stations too. You've got a you've got a ton of places you could have. I'm glad to hear that. I don't watch mm-hmm. Comedy Central that much, but I'm glad to hear that they're on at least on another channel. I think my head would explode if I saw a TNA ad on a, another channel because it's so it wa- it has been so rare and it's been their main freaking problem. So yeah, you know, let's let's keep it up, man.
2: Yeah, and whenever they do have house shows, I know that in uh, the springfield missouri area where i live that they do advertise on the local channels when there's a house show so um i know at least in my experience they do advertise but not nearly as much as i would like to see them there's there's still a long way to go yet but i think those are good signs that maybe they're starting to get the hint that if you want some butts in the seats you're going to have to tell people about it
1: yeah, I mean, how many times, you know, the guys, even Hogan and Flair and Foley mention that, hey, you know, I'm walking through an airport. Oh, shit, it's Mick Foley. Do you still wrestle? Uh, Yeah, uh, Thursday night. And it's like, that's not good. You know, uh, guys like Hulk Hogan, the job he should be doing because he's, he's well-known. He's still a face. Everybody, even if you're not a wrestling fan, you probably know who Hulk Hogan is. Let him do a freaking commercial. He's doing Renaissance commercials
2: yeah yeah unfortunately, whenever he's being interviewed, he seldom if ever brings up t n a It's all about his own uh gimmick or whatever it is he's being interviewed and promoting i mean it's like a-
1: he comes on, well, you know something, brother, for only nineteen ninety five a week, brother, you can rent the very <laughs> hidden camera, brother, that was used to record me having sex with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, brother. You can hide it in your bedroom, brother. Only 10 easy payments in nineteen
2: ninety five, brother. Call now. Oh, goodness sakes. Yeah, and I don't know if anybody has seen the pictures of her. She's damn hot, but still, after Bubba has sweated all over her, I wouldn't touch her with uh, your dick. Well it's
1: it isn't just freaking, you know, it isn't just Bubba. I mean oh, from I what I understand, you know, she's been driven through more times in the fucking Holland tunnel. So <laughs>
2: Yeah. Anybody who's worked with Bubba has a go.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't I don't want to freaking you know, I, I'm fairly fond of my penis. I'd rather it didn't fall off. <laughs> so I don't care how hot she is. Now that's 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 okay.
2: Yeah, mine might just jump off and run the other way when it's all that. Yeah. That
1: happens. <laughs> you call it to one of these shows and you never know where we'll go.
2: No kidding. No kidding. So what else did I say in my email? I don't have it open in front of me.
1: Well, let's see. That's about it. I think we covered yeah. pretty much everything you wanted to cover.
2: And uh, you know. the, the one thing that I'm uh, uh, not real thrilled of uh, getting ready to take place in TNA is the one 3 bet. Uh, it, it's been done to death. Sting is my is my all-time favorite, but there comes a point in time when you, you just got to hang up the boots. Uh,
1: what I would do, and people are going to shit all over this, what I would do is have him come back after cutting that promo on how he's going to take out aces and eights and rid TNA of aces and eights and have Sting fucking join them
2: that and, yeah that would be uh not quite as big as hogan joining the N- uh, WO, but it would be about as close as sting could ever do because when he did join the, the wolf pack it was too little too late at that time and no one believed it and no one went along with it so yeah they wouldn't see that coming
1: mm-hmm. i mean you could even, you could write it Whereas if, the first thing people will say is, well, why would he go with a bunch of guys who beat the shit out of him with a hammer? Well, you have aces and eights say, you know what? We respect the fact that this guy took the worst beating we could we could give out, and a man who normally would be gone six months to a year or gone for good, we realized how fucking tough Sting is. So you know what? We approached him, and this is how it worked out. You have Sting cut a promo saying that, you know, I lost my spot as as a well. I guess you could call him the GM in TNA. Hogan, yeah. I'm tired of being overshadowed by you. It was the same thing when we were in. Just say in that other company. Don't say WCW. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it could possibly, it could possibly work. You know, Sting. He, he's never really had a good heel run, but I think he's yeah. capable of doing it.
2: Yeah, and that's that's the one. Other than going to the. Uh, 800 pound gorilla standing in the corner. That's the, the, the big thing he's never accomplished is a good heel run. He's tried it, but, uh, and some people are just not made to be heels as well as some people aren't made to be faces. Um, uh, there's a lot of, you know, like Jeff Hardy, he should never, ever be a heel again. It just won't work. It's, it's, I'm afraid it might be in a similar vein for Sting that he's been such a face for so many years that I don't, I'd love to see him do it, but I just I I have my doubts that it that the fans will buy it.
1: Well, it would have to be scary Sting. I don't want him acting like the Joker. Yeah. You know, I don't want him. I want him just after he cuts his initial promo, coming out and taking out baby faces with his bat every week with Aces and Eights. And you could no, even no. get makeup. Instead of the face paint, you make a really really fucking cool Aces and Eights mask for him where you know it's him. But he's wearing a mask. This it, is just my fantasy booking. I'm not saying this is what's going to happen, but in it's yeah. in regard to you saying, yeah, one three, twenty thirteen, been there, done that. You know, I, I'm mm-hmm. not that psyched about it.
2: Yeah, and, and the other the the other big thing that he hasn't done is that 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 one big match with the other one big guy who's. uh got a a similar style style gimmick, which would be The Undertaker, and that's not going to happen clearly, at least for 12 months, but uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, and and maybe your your booking works out, and that's what he does, and I I do know that uh, Anderson, if he does go in as an infiltrator, could be very, very entertaining.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's how eventually it's gonna end up working. Where where he finally says, "All right, you know, they, I'm getting hot chicks, I'm getting free beer, and I can really, really be an asshole." But but again, my problem is, Mr. Anderson, even as a heel, is humorous. I really mm-hmm. don't want to see as little humor injected into aces and eights as possible. Because the second they're funny instead of menacing, it's <laughs> over.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They have to, they have to be careful and not cross that line. Uh, they just can't, they can't have, they can't have comedy, uh, characters in their group. It just, it just can't happen.
1: No, nah, no, nah, I agree.
2: Well, brother, that's about all I have for, uh, tonight. I, I just wanted to call in and kind of touch base on, uh, what I thought of the show and where the show was going. And, uh, I really enjoy, uh, the work that you've been putting in the last 12 months. It's, uh, been a lot of fun uh sitting here in the Ozarks and listening and watching uh as as you take more and more role in the network
1: well thank you man. I appreciate it you know i i I have a lot of fun doing it, and you know I'm glad that the powers that be in the network had faith in me and that it's been it's been good and I'm glad that I can still come on here and i mean you know i'm a i'm a little lenient where I say you know people can talk talk about more than TNA, although it will Mm -hmm. always be the main subject of this show, but we definitely need a show that's going to represent TNA, and with Trey, busy as freaking hell, someone had to do it. I have no problem with it.
2: Yeah, and and I'm I'm glad that you were able to step up, and you were were able to uh, take the time to do this, because I I agree. I think it's something that's, uh, there's an audience for it, clearly, and and it's something that that the network needs uh, to kind of Complete the network, so to speak.
1: Absolutely. All right, Hoonjo. Thanks a lot, man. Don't be a stranger.
2: I'll try not to. Talk to you later.
1: Okay, Hoonjo. Before my next phone call, if anyone would still like to call in, the phone lines are open. Uh, I'm going to go to about 10.15, and then we're going to get ready, get psyched for the open book to come on at 11 p.m. But I've got another email here from Blue Mystery. It's me, it's me, it's Blue Mystery. Anyway, just wanted to say enjoyed the show last night. Well, after the first 30 minutes, that is. I thought the bro off was stupid, though. I enjoyed the matches, however. RVD versus York was good. I agree. Tag match with Daniels and Kaz was great. I agree. Brooks, sorry, Brooks match was spectacular, was spectacular, loved, especially when she got on the top and imitated odb if you know what i mean anyways i want to say the divas match on wwe Raw was really good on monday too on another note please for the love of god hulk hogan do not go for the belt the show will sink like the titanic finally i believe james storm should get tna wrestler of the year all right with that being said everyone have a happy new year thanks a lot blue mystery i appreciate it um no, you're, you're right. I mean, we've talked about it. I don't just know. I mean, the whole thing with Hogan, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I'll stress it. Please, please, please. No, Hogan is fine in the role that he's in. We don't fucking need him getting in the ring again. But, you know, I'm glad to get positive feedback. I mean, Hoon always been a TNA guy. He's always been very patient, giving them a lot of leniency and he's fair like i am he'll he'll give it out when he has to but you know with the ratings going up and just their advertising they're doing the right thing i think their their latter half of 2012 has been better for them have they done everything that they should have done no but they still done i think more positives than they did in 2011 and I'm I'm sensing, even in the IWC, and I know we've talked about this a lot tonight, that people are starting to turn the corner a little bit and not be as vehemently against fucking TNA as they have been for the last few years. Uh, I see less and less, you know, just people shitting on it and people being a little more patient, giving them a chance, and, and that's what they need. The more fans they can get, the Bigger their fan base can get. That's what they need. They need asses and seats. They need eyes on the television. And hopefully, you know, I hear about things like Hogan getting back in the ring. I see things like this one thirteen, excuse me, one three thirteen promo, and I'm like, don't do it. You know, don't. TNA unfortunately has had a track record of just. Doing the right thing for a couple weeks, a couple months, and then it's like a fucking plane crash and they make some huge blunder. One would be putting the title on Hogan. Another would be making this sting thing a direct copy, a direct copy of what he's already done before. I won't shit on it till I see it. If it's different, I'll be happy. But there's one more thing I want to uh, put out there. I read this. This was interesting to any wrestling fan. I think you guys will want to hear this from the Wrestling Observer. While yearly figures will be released shortly, the month of December coming to a close, TNA Impact Wrestling on Spike TV in November of 2012 had an average 0.96 rating with 1.27 million viewers. This same time last year. The show averaged a 1.17 rating with 1.61 million viewers. So they've gone down a little bit this year. This would be a 17.9% drop in ratings and a 21.1% drop in audience for the show. Now, I don't know exactly how to interpret that as far as this. What I think probably happened is in 2011... I'd love to try to get the month-to-month breakdown of 2011 because I'm willing to bet they started strong and declined, whereas this year I think they probably started shitty but have gotten better because other than the holiday show they had, which did a miserable, miserable rating, um, the last few weeks they've been doing good. So I think that's a positive thing. Hopefully the upswing continues in 2013 if they don't screw it up. Here again, that track record, that's what worries me, guys. Like I said, I hate to say it, TNA, I love you, man, but keep going in the direction you're going. Don't make any swerves in the road. Just go the straight and narrow path. But, you know, that's it, man. It's been an interesting 2012. It's been really interesting for me. Uh, gone through some shit with the hurricane and just, I'm... Um, Happier than not that 2012 is coming to an end. And, you know, I'm looking forward to hopefully 2013 being a better year. Uh, I know it'll still be a great year on the network, but personally, I hope things get better for all of us. With that said, make sure you check out all the other shows on the network, including The Open Book, starting shortly at 11 p.m. Eastern here with Ashley and the Sensational Sequel, Um, the podcast over the weekend the Elite Force podcast, the whole indie show. I know there are a couple of shows, I believe, on hiatus, but um, Beyond the Bell. um, So make sure you check out all the podcasts. Just head on over to snsradionetwork.com. They're all laid out nice and neat with their own section for you to be able to download them. And no live wrestling news live this Tuesday. This Tuesday airing, At its regular time, 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have our best of 2012. Yes, it's going to be the best of 2012 for Wrestling News Live. Uh, I'm looking really, really forward to that. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's probably going to be a ton of freaking laughs. And I'll be back at, hopefully, my regular bat time, my regular bat channel, next Thursday at 10.30 p.m., if Someone's equipment doesn't explode again. I don't know. It could be mine. could be brass eyes. could be anybody's. you got to love computers. So with that said, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you all for joining me in this last year. Uh, 2012, for me, radio-wise, has been completely awesome. And I want to thank everyone who tunes in every week to this show and all the shows here on the network. So there you have it. Have a good night. Have a good weekend, guys. Stay tuned for the open book coming up at 11 o'clock. This has been a special edition of TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network.
2: I'm so wrong.